0: Hello friends, I'm your host Chris Thrall. I'm a former Royal Marines Commando. I've adventured for better and sometimes worse across 80 countries on all seven continents. Welcome to the Bought the T-Shirt Podcast. Lilith, how absolutely wonderful to finally meet you in in virtual person. Um,
1: Hello, <laughs> yes. nice uh, thank you for having me on, Chris. <laughs> oh
0: no, no, no problem. I've, I've seen you um, uh, speaking and in in, in in on on videos on the internet, and obviously mm-hmm. we've come into contact because I'm I'm sort of um, involved with organizing the veterans into some sort of freedom alliance and i know you you're you're the same with the with the health workers so uh, i'm i'm, I'm going to say nhs but of course it's not it's not just it's, nhs is it
1: yeah it's very all encompassing so we're just trying to cover um anyone involved in the healthcare services um cuz uh there's well i mean Sajid Javid has declared uh, mandates for us, um, which means there's a lot of jobs that are on the line um, for whatever reasons that we've decided uh, to agree or disagree with the mandates. Um, we're just trying to get it together to put forward our case on why we're against mandates. Yeah. Um, so NHS 100K is that platform that we've just created. It's only been two weeks and we're seeing good growth. So hopefully we get more people involved um and hopefully we can stop the legislation coming in. Um yeah.
0: So yes. So a couple of things I'll come in there with is, is um first of all, yes, cracking effort getting the, your organization off the ground and, and rallying the the good wonderful people in the in the health industry.
1: Yeah.
0: Um it's certainly got some movers and shakers there. So massive thank you to, to you and all, all of them and a big well done. The second thing for anybody who might be watching, we're not here to talk about medical procedures or um, or, or medical conditions. Let's say that's not what this is about. Lilith and I are here today because we feel if we don't stand up for our fundamental human freedoms,
1: 100%. which kind of,
0: kind of goes back to our human rights, the Human Rights Act, in, in England, I'm an Englishman. It goes back to our Magna Carta. In USA, they have their constitution, don't they? And all, all of these papers or historic documents over the years are essentially all um, conforming to one thing, and that is to promote sovereign human law. Call that what you will. I'm not trying to be clever here. Basically, that we're all free human beings under nature. And we can go about our lives, mind our own business, as long as we don't hurt other people, or bring their lives into, you know, into some sort of hardship, then, then we're okay. But what of course, we're facing now is a very different society, we just got bureaucracy, piled on bureaucracy, piled on legislation, piled on mandates, piled, and it's got to a situation where we can't actually even see the wood for the trees.
1: Yeah.
0: Nobody actually knows, like, is this like like a legal thing? Is this a a moral thing? Is this just something that some politicians gone? Yeah. Push, push that through because I've got some massive trillion dollar corporation on my back and um, you know, and, and they're, uh, let's just say putting pressure on me for, 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 for various reasons. And so we're here today, Lilith, aren't we, to say that, you know, I like my body. I I I have grown to love it over the years. Good. I like to keep it fit. I, I jog every morning and I absolutely just love that spiritual experience. I eat a mainly plant-based uh or, or vegetable diet. So I never <laughs> yeah, I I never get I so I never get um ill. Yeah. And when I'm getting when the stress comes on, I, I meditate to a beautiful place, and I know that 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 there's something wonderful in this universe yeah. that that loves us all. What I don't want is some corporate trillionaire who, from birth, has been indoctrinated into greed and savagery, yeah. like destroying the planet, corralling the people. Uh, he's got one goal in life: it's to is is power to accumulate. Money. you know bits of paper in his bank account i five dollar bills or whatever it is and that's that's his sole aim. In no i don't want him yeah. telling me that he's going to do some procedure on me on my perfect perfect body mm. um sorry i'm not i'm not that perfect folks but you get <laughs> what i'm saying right uh, and,
1: and you're more in tune than a lot of other people and i think that's the basis of I guess it's the basis of uh, health and how I would like the health to be, which is basically having people be more aware of their health um, and what they can do to improve their health. Um, because a lot of the people that I see are very unhealthy and don't take responsibility for the health. But the thing with being in healthcare is that we need to respect their choice of doing that. And we deal with that. And we speak to them about their choices and their options. And we allow them the choice to continue or not um so our i think the problem with mandates is especially for healthcare, when it's been taught to us to respect the individual choice when we're now facing that removal for us individually as employees i think a lot of us are struggling with that that when does it become respecting the individual or when does it become you know just doing it for public health and for protecting other people um, because we, we can apply that to many, many other different things, but we don't do we haven't been hitting that as hard as this current issue. Um, so a lot of us, even though I guess we've we followed through with government policies and government suggestions and advice, uh, there are a lot of us who are against these mandates just because of the core issue in health is that we need to respect the individual right to choose. So
0: yeah, very well put much better than I could put it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lilith, yeah. it's it's also that what I'm just gonna say this out of my head, what an insane situation.
1: Yeah,
0: that someone like me who lives my life, you know, I, I'm, I'm not not perfect, but I've, I've really tried really hard to, in my old, older age to, to get everything on online, because I just want to live free for one time in my life. I've I've done the addiction thing, I've done the mental health thing, mm. I've, I've done extremes like joining the military and all this kind of stuff. But it's only now that I'm really refining it and finding just the simple things make, make you so happy.
1: Yeah.
0: And yet I'm the one, right? So a guy who never gets ill, I'm the one that I'm not allowed on an airplane anymore. I'm yeah. not allowed to go. All my friends have gone in this nightclub and I have to stand outside and, and wait for them. And the person that decides that is a nightclub doorman you know he's now got the power to decide what i can and can't you know how i can conduct my social life
1: yeah there's a lot of contradictions happening at the moment with what we can and can't do and i think that's what i think that's what a lot of the public have picked up on that there are discrepancies with advice with guidances and you and we are a bit disenchanted with it all because in one way it makes sense but then the rule gets changed for basically the same situation with slight differences um but you are right like i think we we just need to have that freedom to choose um and not have someone tell us yes or no based on something that you know it doesn't really have a big effect in the end i don't believe
0: freedom of information is a big one as well isn't it right yeah what are we telling our children that, oh, don't bother about eating healthily, don't bother exercise. No, 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 none of all, all that's silly. You don't need to do what you need to do is go to these corporate trillionaire, um, you know, big pharmaceutical companies. They they, you know, they they'll take charge of you all up. is that what we're teaching children now?
1: Yeah. You know? It's 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 a lot of instant gratification, and I'm seeing that on the front lines where you know people aren't well number one people aren't aware of their body so when they do become ill they don't know what to do and we no longer go back towards symptom management we ask for a pill that will solve it all Uh, and unfortunately when you know as great as medicine is and the medical field is we aren't there yet there is no one magic pill to take to fix things um and i think it is an unfortunate advancement of our society where we want instantaneous gratification um
0: without and it, 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 without, putting, without putting any work in ourselves
1: yeah exactly and we see those pressures in the NHS where people just want to be fixed immediately um you know I get we go out to people who have a day or two of a common cold and cough and they just don't know what to do and I just find that frustrating but it, it is just a result of how we are as a society um so I don't I don't I don't really, I see why we have (laughs) pressures.
0: Yes. It's, um, it's, it's easy to see how we're in the situation we're in, where people have been so conditioned that you can eat whatever you want. Like, I mean, there's people that think McDonald's is health food because you know, it's a treat for the kid, you know, we don't have it, but they, they look up to it. Like it's a real special thing, rather than actually say no, it's like toxic. It's like putting, you know, massive refined carbohydrate and and, and processed animal meat. that's had so much stuff injected in and on top of that, that that's absolutely fine to eat that way because illness isn't something we have any control over. It it just comes on us from an outside source. And then we have to go to these, you know, these, uh, basically general practitioners who then will prescribe something on behalf Mm. of a trillion dollar And that has become so accepted that people have lost the ability to realize that that's not normal. That's not the normal, yeah. you know, for human beings. We lived as a million years without any of that stuff. We were hunter gatherers. We ate vegetables. We lived in community. We, we loved each other. We looked out for one another. And the notion that as hunter gatherers, we we had the sniffles and colds every three weeks and that we, got all these heart coronary and, and, and 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 I don't even like to say the C word, but everybody knows what I mean. It, it's just nonsense. You know, animals live almost a perfect existence until the day they die. And then they just lie down and go, go, go to sleep. And we've come so far from that, that when mm-hmm. somebody like yourself, Lilith says, no, actually I, I, I don't want, you know, I have a choice here and I don't want to go down this route. We've become brainwashed to go, Oh, why not? Because we don't understand the build up to get to this point, do we?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. Um, You know, like, I think it's just knowing the other side and what they'll say about what you've just said about how hunter gatherers they lived a a relatively healthy life. But, you know, the other side are going to say that those people died really early as well. but it's just, it's just more of a choice. Like we can choose to eat rubbish and do nothing and then expect someone to save us in the end. Or we can choose to live healthy and do the things like you do about your well being. You meditate, you exercise, you stay healthy and you know your body very well so that when you are sick, you know when you're sick and you know that you need to rest, stay at home, drink more fluids, get some other, you know, vitamins in you. Whereas, with our society today, they just wash their hands clean Then they go, well, I'll just see a professional and they can give me the antibiotics that I need, which we don't need because there's antibiotic resistance occurring because of this constant prescription, um, way of life. Uh, and it's just, it's just having the freedom to choose. And I would prefer to have a healthy life. And I think it's a lot of, Well, I don't know what it's a lot of, but personally, I just think there is a disconnect between um, our society and death, we do have this fear of death, whereas I feel like back then we had more of an acceptance of death and knew that it's, it's a part of our life. um, And that we, oh, I feel like maybe we enjoyed life more back then, maybe because we knew life was so delicate and fragile and we knew death was, was near, Uh, whereas now I think we do bury our uh, death and we don't talk about death and we don't come to terms with what death is. And you know, it's, it's, it's kind of just a result of society and how we've just evolved to defy death. Um, there's yeah. a, there's a disconnect, I think I
0: talk about um, a lot, I talk to this to people a lot when I'm life coaching, because death is something yeah. that we don't, we have, we have, we don't deal with very well in our, in our in our modern society. And I, I, I also, I think that's been put on us for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just explained to people we can't actually go anywhere because we are the universe. We're all a part of this create. If you check yeah. our, if you check our molecules, we're made of the same stuff that you'll find on Mars, right? We're, we're all this part, of this beautiful experiment. So we can't die, but we just change form into yeah. other other beautiful things. So we never, and because that philosophy or that understanding rather has been hidden from us. And death has been made so morbid and so sad and it's like if you go to a wonderful rock concert or, a, or, or an opera you you expect to enjoy it have a great yeah. great evening and then you expect to move on you don't expect to have it like it's with you every single day for the rest of your life and if it's not you're, you you're absolutely distraught and so it is true isn't it we, we've had this fear of death kind of cultivated yeah and, and it, it's a putting...
1: it, 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 joyful journey i think but that's a personal that's a personal viewpoint that i have like i do believe that it's a joyful journey and you're here on this earth to live and to enjoy and have as many experiences so that if you do pass whatever you believe in whatever you want to believe in you have a story to tell or at least to bring it into the universe that you had some joy and you had heartache and you lived life fully um and i guess that's why I'm fighting so hard now because that was taken away from me, uh, you know, the beginning of well, March last year. And then, you know, around this time last year as well with, uh, restrictions and yeah. all that. Yeah. So I think that, that really hit home for me that what is my life if I can't enjoy it? So I think that's why I fight so hard. <laughs> I don't want to be back in that place. Yes.
0: <laughs> exactly and and i'm a i'm a father lilith so for me it it, there's there's other connotations to you know there's other implications because if it was just about me to be honest during a lockdown i just go and buy a load of bottles of whiskey and i (laughs) i continue drinking myself to death which i did quite well for 30 years oh but of course it's not about me now i i have someone else that's the biggest thing in my life and 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 that's
1: good and that's good in my
0: u- universe and and it's it's that if we set these presidents, there's no going back if we yeah. do what they're doing in Aust- in austria now if people what else
1: can they do it for you know
0: <laughs> if people don't want to go along with a government with the, the, with 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 the, the the official narrative they can literally be tied down and forced against yeah. their will right yeah this is like the stuff of the, the evil, evil person in a James Bond film that we all grew up, you know, they can actually do that to you. I don't want that ever my child ever to be in, in, in a society that thinks that's OK.
1: Yeah, I,
0: I don't want my son to be in a society where just because, you know, he loves his natural immunity and, and, and he, he he's at one with the universe that all his friends can go on holiday, but he's not allowed to, you know, or they can all go in in a nightclub for their 18th birthdays, but he's just like, yeah, Mm. let's talk Lilith about the amazing contribution that all, I've used the term healthcare workers. And by that, I mean, support workers, ambulance people, or whatever it might be, Yeah, you know, they've all gone out, borrowed a lot of money from the government for their education. Which you end up paying back the rest of rest of your life. Yeah. Um, they've done it out of the kindness of their hearts because they want to give back and they want to be in a yeah. profession that is a helping profession. Yes. And some of them have been in in their jobs for maybe thirty, if not longer, years, and now they've just got to, you know, hang up their their apron or their stethoscope or their you know the yeah, amp, and they've got to walk out that door. What. Where's the gratitude?
1: Yeah, so uh, apparently, well, according to government statistics, there are about 100,000 of us who will lose their jobs if these mandates come in, Um, and it's just really disappointing because I think the the most disheartening thing about it is that we're good enough to keep the NHS running during winter pressures, uh, but we're not good enough until April. And that's what is frustrating for everyone, that we've been Propping up the NHS during this pandemic, we've worked through first waves, second waves. we've just worked through all these pressures of colleagues going off sick, um, you know, not having enough staff, staff returning back to their home countries because of what's happening. We are, we're understaffed. Um, and I think when the government throws it back in your face and says, You were good enough during the pandemic and you're good enough for winter but um can you go in April please because we don't want you anymore um it's just it's just a really massive slap in the face and it's like you said we we put our money in to get our studies done to enter a field where it's very stressful there's a lot of pressure we want to care for people um, but like you said earlier it's all the bureaucracy around it where we're not allowed to be human anymore in this job. It has to be following these flowcharts because it protects the NHS from being sued, from any problems, from any negligence. And I find it really hard to advocate for patients when I have a different set of rules to follow, when I don't see them matching together. You know, even simple things like holding a person's hand, that's thats not being okay, it's not politically correct anymore, but the oldies they they rely on touch so much um and they're my favorite kind of patients so I, I i do enjoy an elderly uh patient but it's just been disheartening to see them be failed time and time again so even without COVID, they've always been neglected they've always been vulnerable they've always been just on the back burner of healthcare. um so when all these measures came in and they said let's protect the vulnerable I was so mad because I just thought you never protected the vulnerable they were never your first priority that was the number one line that I kind of said you know what You're, you're all lying to me you're not protecting the vulnerable and you've never been so don't lie to me now um but for the staff we've put in hard work overtime shifts doing the best that we can under very stressful conditions um and just to have Us be thrown away like we're, you know, dirty individuals. It's it's not nice. It's it's definitely not nice. And seeing the, you know, the support that we've had come through uh, NHS 100K, there's a lot of different roles with a lot of different like years experience. And if they go, the NHS is losing so much value. And and to say that it's protecting the public, it's not.
0: And of course. One thing that, that uh, the UK is um, famous for the world over and, and, and looked at in good favour is that we have a health st- service that's that's free.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I think our American brothers and sisters would probably have trouble completely getting their head around the fact that it doesn't matter what happens to us, what we need doing to us, we can go in that door and it yeah. all gets taken care of and you yeah. get a bit bed and free meals a day it's
1: yeah regardless of your health choices as well you're treated equally
0: yes mm-hmm. and of course what we're doing now by having this massive dearth of of staff is richard branson's gonna come in isn't he with his hey guys with his make you want to punch me smile going i can fix this because i'm a global trillionaire and 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 of course- uh,
1: yeah, i do i do fear that um I do fear that the NHS will be privatised with these job losses.
0: Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm just
1: yeah. going to bite it as well as I can.
0: <laughs> and another thing that there is, let, let, let's be honest here, you've got a baby, you, you know, you've got a child, maybe they're four years old. You, you any parent, I don't need to explain to anyone listening the world over what that connection means to you. It's just getting emotional, just thinking about it now, you know your child has cancer you want to take them to hospital because you 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 love your kid you 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 would die before this child and you get there and they say sorry you got to take your kid home to die because Mm. and you say why they say well what it is right if we you know we've kicked off all our staff because they decided you know they wanted to to exercise their human rights this is just sounding so cretinously ridiculous already isn't it we've kicked off half the staff for exercising their human rights and you're like what why well what it is right an 85 year old with with you know underlying heart condition and diabetes who's made all the wrong health choices like they might they might die so we're protecting someone at the end of their life who's made all the wrong choice for a child that's done nothing they've only just come into the world mm-hmm. right and I, the reason i'm saying this folks is if you support this mandate this is the scenario that you're saying is perfectly fine you're saying yeah. that is perfectly fine kids just can go home and die i mean i'm being i'm, I'm being flippant but it this is a reality this is the world that we are creating.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, the reality is, I think at the moment with, um, with the pressures that have occurred over uh, this pandemic, I think there's a five year waiting list with surgeries and that's already with, with very minimal staff. You let a hundred thousand of us leave. How long is that wait going to be? And what are the appointments is everyone else waiting for? It's like, is it a six month wait? Is it going to be a one year wait? Is it a two, two, three year wait? how long are you going to wait for your own health if you value your health you need to go against these mandates um i think the most important thing is that it's not going to save people um it's really going to harm the public it's going to harm public health because there is more than just this pandemic happening um and if anything i'm not like I'm, we, with the ambulance i very rarely get um those kind of jobs the big C because I can't say it I don't get C jobs um, anymore I get other health issues now um and that is potentially because people have delayed seeing their GPs they've delayed seeing their specialist um and their conditions just get worse and there's nowhere to go to your GP can't manage some of these things so they go straight into A&E and because they've left it for so long there are multiple complications that occur which results in longer stays in hospital which results in no beds available in the hospital. But then if you don't have staff to look after these patients, you have less beds, less wards open, more backlog, more delays. It just, it doesn't, I mean, if you just focus on the pandemic, then fine, get rid of us, but it's, it's so much more than just a pandemic. It's just about general health, public health. And if you just want to narrow it down to just the pandemic, then go ahead. But it's. It's just so narrow minded um, and we we just need to open up people's eyes that there is more to life than this pandemic. And we need to, we need to address that now.
0: Yes. And you know, if, if you choose to live in fear or maybe you don't choose, you're just, you know, that's the life that you've led, that has got to a point where you're so terrified Yeah, that, that that's, that's not a child's fault. That's yes. not someone who desperately needs his surgery. That's not their fault. You, your fear can't stop them living their lives. And this is essentially what, what we're talking. So I'm just gonna sort of bring this to a close, not that I, I could chat to Lilith for ages and ages. And I do realize we haven't even asked Lilith what, what her role is. So we'll do that yeah. quick, quick quickly at the end. It's just, I wanted to get the the, the crux of this out. And this is why friends, we're so passionate about this it's that we see the bigger implications of what's going on it's not that we're selfish it's the complete opposite it's that we are putting other people their future and we're putting the children um first so please please support us please support the wonderful wonderful healthcare workers because we all know when our loved ones dying and you have those last few days with them don't you and we we know how much we appreciate these guys sorry we're trying to hold it together here but you know it 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 it, you know these people are angels and we're treating them like they're devils and it's just not right it's just not right so yeah how can people get involved i'm going to say if you're a veteran out there or a civilian support the Global Veterans Alliance because we are here to uphold human freedoms. That That is it. Lilith, how can they get involved with NHS 100K? Um,
1: so we have a website, nhs100k.com. Uh, listed on there is all the health professionals Uh, that will say that this is the hill they're willing to die on. So we will will not pass mandates. If mandates come in, we are willing to lose our jobs. So we are fighting hard on this hill. Um, Also listed on there are some actions that people can do. So actions for the NHS staff um, to prevent mandates coming in and also for the public to complete. Uh, So at the moment, we're just trying to petition the MPs to stop legislation from occurring. Um, So if you pop onto the website, Um, have a look at the email templates and email that off. Because it's not about the pandemic. This is about NHS uh, being robust and able to cope with health problems that are coming through. Um, And, you know, there are some naysayers about us coming out now. Um, We chose not to come out until this moment because we were admittedly safe in our jobs, but we were advocating for patients within those roles that we all have. Um, the problem that you, many people have faced is that people um, in the healthcare industry is n- are not believing uh, some people and their health issues, um, but we've been advocating for families to stay together, we've been advocating for to bring families in into A&E for some of us uh, ambulance staff, um, and we've been listening to people who have had um, health issues occur during this pandemic so we have have been advocating them and we've been able to do that but we will not be able to do that if these mandates come in so we do want to keep our jobs to be able to continue that advocation for our patients um and i think that's it uh me personally i go by the name of lilith i have another name but it's easy to find me as lilith i am a paramedic Uh, i've been a paramedic for six years so i've worked during the first wave uh and i saw I saw the, I saw more of the effects of um, lockdown and restrictions than I did uh, the illness. Um, it, as as much as the illness was was horrible to see, um, but there is, as you said, there's a bigger picture going on here, and there is going to be a loss of freedoms. Um, so if we allow this to happen for healthcare staff, it'll happen to the public. You know, we we all as the health as a health professional, I ask you about what you would like to do and i ask for your consent if these mandates come in there's no point in asking for your consent we'll just do whatever we want to because it's in your best interest and it's in the best interest of public health that's all that needs to be said so we need to stop these mandates to allow people to use
0: exactly lilith you've been absolutely wonderful um thank you. please stay on the line so that i can just thank you properly when i hit the record off i just want to say uh it would be great to have you back on the podcast to, to chat about your experience as a paramedic that would be i think a lot of people would would love to hear that and what's it like when you put the flashing lights <laughs> on about everyone asks you that right
1: yeah it's it's all an individual experience so we've all had different experiences through this pandemic um and everyone has their right to have that opinion yeah um, but that's the beauty of of freedom and individual choice we're allowed to have these different opinions and allowed to come together in peace and talk about it without the need to discriminate
0: (laughs) and the only just to close folks the only reason we would lose freedoms is never for human benefit ever it's you know it's because tyranny is stepping in it's that simple it's not in our interest that would be not that would be just naive to believe that. It's because tyranny is trying to climb over the fence. And our forebears suffered greatly, didn't they? In two big wars to stop this happening. Yeah. We can't, we can't, you know, in their memory, we can't let them down. And we we just can't accept this. So, that said, massive love to you all at home. Thank you for bearing with us please share this video share the hell out of it put it on your facebook whatever you can please support nhs 100k and all the links will be below the video and um one final note and you're probably hearing this an awful lot now if you don't want the fear turn off the mainstream media they've had their day and their, rule, their, their reign of terror just needs to be over now because it's it's not doing any of us any good, is it? See you next time. Friends, thank you for listening to the Bought the T-Shirt podcast. Please like, subscribe and share. And don't forget to follow me on social media. Username, Chris Thrall. Instagram, Chris.Thrall. Thank you.